California and get out of here and show you guys her room. Rise and shine. What very heavy, uh, heavy do it. Your taste. We had a very dare, dare. But let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's go to the bit. The head, the pit. Take two. Back from break. I'm licking the crackers out of my teeth. Okay, so. We took a little Trisket break. <laughs> I tried Miyoko's vegan cheese pepper jack slices for the first time. What would you rate them? Um, for vegan cheese, I would give them like a seven or an eight as like a cheese replacement, like a four. Okay. Probably. Yeah. There were some things it was missing, but it's been so long since I've eaten real cheese. I wouldn't even know. There's a certain, like, I guess bitterness is the closest I can think of. Ew. There's a certain bitterness that vegan cheese hasn't quite gone down yet. Okay. But, I'll let yeah. them know. Um, okay. Thanks. So. This week's marquee topic, as Nick has fucking just drilled forced. into me, yeah. forced upon me. I'm sorry. We wanted to do something a little different. A little different? A little... Something more... A little crazy. We're already little... probably Jesus. the least qualified A little crazy. People. A little crazy. We're already <laughs> so unqualified to even host a podcast. Nick literally just fucking sneezed on me. Do you want to stay here or not? <laughs> I literally remember that. I felt it on my face. <laughs> anyway. I love how intimate we've gotten already. I, oh my God. We're already so unqualified to be doing this in the first place that we said, let's take it one step further <laughs> and let's start, let's dive into some true crime this week. Let's just quickly dabble. Well, my thing was like, okay, we have an episode coming out on Christmas and we also have an episode coming out on New Year's. Like, what the fuck? So... I just thought, like, if we have an episode literally coming out on Christmas Day, it should be somewhat Christmas themed. And what's more Christmas? Me, what brings in the Christmas spirit, <laughs> like the John Benet Ramsey <laughs> murder case? You think I'm kidding, bitch? I'm not. The John Benet Ramsey case for me is just intrinsically tied to Christmas. Is it because she was murdered on Christmas, Nick? When I, when, I think like of, when I think of when I think of the when I think of the John Bonet murder, Christmas is immediately like automatically Can attached. I say, to I hear like sleigh bells. I'm gonna before we get. any... I see like red and green. I just like it's Christmas in my head. Before we get any deeper, yes. big old disclaimer. Yes. I we're unqualified. Um, we're unqualified to read Wikipedia and then talk about it. That's true. I think everyone's qualified to do that. Goddamn. <laughs> um. We're we're not prosecutors. Anything. We're not lawyers. Yet. Surprise, we're going to law school. Can you imagine? <laughs> They're like, ma'am, you didn't complete undergrad. And I'm like, I know I'm different. And you're just like, yeah. Any jokes made about this case? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If you've listened to MFM, insert their disclaimer here. Like, yes. We cope with humor. You know, I just want to say before we get into this that this is a true crime comedy podcast. And for some people, that combination makes them really uncomfortable. They think... Pack it up, Karen Kilgariff. They Pack it up. How can true crime be funny? That's really inappropriate. Girl, those who things, thinks that? Those two things shouldn't be combined. I'm like, what prudes are they doing? What prudes are listening to the and, podcast? And I just want to say, um, if you have a problem, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> okay. Um, they're going to sue us now. Thank you, Nick. You're welcome. Karen, was I good, Mom? Oh, also, we did, we forgot to say a big ol' rest in peace 
to Elvis, oh, the cat. Yeah, to Elvis. Since this is... I do want to say that somewhat seriously. I mean, I'm, I was so sad No, I do that. too. Yeah. That was... That's a big hit because Elvis is such an intrinsical part of the show. I know. Yeah. Anyway, what they said. Yeah, what I... I, I I'm not worried about this being for talking about Joan Benet for this specific. I feel like we've touched on more extreme topics. Yeah. We might make uh, an off color joke about this case, but get over it. (laughs) And if you have a problem with it, um, you know how to pause and stop listening. This is true, but please don't. We need the yeah. lessons. We really need the lessons. Wow! Imagine being able to just tell people to get the fuck out of your live show at the Sydney Opera House. Right. That'll be us one day. Okay. So I do just want to say before we get into the episode, before we're an hour and a half in, oh, if you me. guys could rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> if you can subscribe, if you haven't already, leave a comment. We also have a Patreon. If you write a review. That actually really helps I us. I will suck your dick. We only we only have 23 ratings at the moment on iTunes, and we have more than 23 listeners. I'll just say that. So <laughs> if you can just scroll real quick. If you're listening and you haven't rated, just, just stop what you're doing. Stop the car. Pull over. <laughs> pull over. Rate us five stars. Get back on the bell line. I see. I see it. Look I brought today. I see him. I see him. <laughs> I'd like to zoom in on my favorite part. <laughs> okay. Clary, this is an audio warm. Okay, so we also have a Patreon, and it's patreon.com slash brain cell girls. And that is a really... Did you just mute yourself? No. Um, and that's a really good way to support the podcast. Um, uh, everything that... Any money that uh, goes on Patreon goes directly back into the podcast. It goes directly into my children's college funds. Yeah. It goes directly into our grandkids um 401k. I don't I think, fucking know. Okay, anyway. Like we'll have living grandchildren, Nick. So So yeah, we're going to talk about the John I was doing that for anything. So yeah, we're going to talk about the John Bonet Ramsey murder. Murder. One sentence summary, If for those of you who've never heard of the John Bonet Ramsey murder, um, pageant girl in Colorado in 96 was found dead in her home, and uh, it became like a absolutely massive case, and is still, we're st- everyone is still very interested in this case, like it hasn't really lost its like interest. In fact, I think it, like it's kind of gone up a little bit in the past few years. I agree. Um, So I think the best way, in my opinion, to talk about this is to just explain it factually as it happened in real time. It gets pretty boring for a minute. I'm not going to lie. As I think the most interesting aspects of it and the most like, I don't know what the right word is. Mm -hmm. That all happened at the very beginning, and then shit kind of derails, and then there's not a whole lot of information for a little while. But boy, oh boy, are there some theories. Yeah, this so, this case just... is like... Oh, fuck my notebooks over there. This case is like uh, the perfect example of like... It's just a gold mine for conspiracy theories. And not, not even conspiracy theories. It's a gold mine for just 
theories. Some there, of which there are, are there are multiple like valid theories, and then there are some not valid theories. But there are like multiple like plausible options. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> it all starts <laughs> on December twenty fifth, ninety six, aka Nicholas's first Christmas. Because <laughs> we have to insert ourselves in, in any story, especially <laughs> tragic murder cases so it's christmas of 96 it's my first little christmas it's boulder I, colorado i was having such a good time Clare's in utero i'm in utero i had been <laughs> conceived only months prior when were you conceived i was conceived in september what day september 2nd oh, my parents can you imagine if you were conceived on my birthday the power the Whoa. i was conceived on new year's ew what <laughs> okay september 2nd <laughs> <laughs> it's conceived on an anniversary. That candle smells good. Okay. Really does. So the Ramsey family goes to a Christmas party at a friend slash like neighbor's house. Maybe I just put the neighbor part they in my did, own no, brain. I've, I always heard that they just got back from like, yeah, a Christmas party or yeah. like a function or something. It was a party. I'm just trying to, was it a friend or was it a neighbor? I thought it was a coworker. I don't fucking know. We're off to a great start. <clears throat> also, <laughs> not of any importance. Our girl, John Bonet, who will now be referred to as JB, <laughs> receives a bike as a Christmas present. Pertinent information. Hell yeah. We have to know. They go home. She goes to bed. As does the rest of the family. The rest they go home. Up. She dies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they go home. She goes to bed. The party has a family as a rager. <laughs> okay. The next morning, which I wrote. 122696. Nick's first December 26th. Oh, no, stop it. How was your first December 26th? Oh, um, God. 5:30 a.m. <laughs> can't believe I'm sorry. 5:30 a.m. Patsy Ramsey, the mom, yes. wakes up and makes coffee. Okay. She finds a ransom note on their back stairs that lead to the kitchen, as I wrote, you know, rich people shit. Can you imagine having two staircases in yeah, your house? The okay. fuck? She finds a ransom note that I am not going to read for us. <laughs> if you're a fan of me reading Nick's diary entries, get ready because this is everything you've ever wanted. Oh, God. Am I going to be able to read this? This is itty bitty. Uh, just look up. Tr- it's on a Pinterest no, board. No, just. <laughs> it's on a Pinterest board. It was like, ah, No, just look up a transcript of it. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, no, just go back. What do you mean? And there's to add transcript. That. And then hit all, not images. <laughs> Next to Jimmy's Google. Yeah, and then the top link. Or this one. Okay. There you go. I found it. <clears throat> all right. So here is the ransom note that uh, Patsy Ramsey found in the back staircase at five thirty in the morning on my first December twenty sixth. Who the fuck wakes up at five thirty in the morning to make coffee? Someone who just killed their kid. Nick. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, she's um, dead. <laughs> hi, my name is Clary Smith, and today I will be performing the John Bonnet <laughs> ransom note. Thank you. I'm um, Clary Smith from Thurston High School. I'm entry Y69, and I'll be performing. Oh, my God. Mr. Ramsey. <laughs> Listen carefully, exclamation point. We are a group- this is Alexis Nyers. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the theories that Alexis Nyers did. She, what the fuck? Girl, I'm going to kill 9news.com. Maybe oh, I did There's it. an X? Okay, good. 
Listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We do respect your business, but not the country that the count the country that it serves. Sorry. Oh no, we're off to a bad start. But not the country. Corey that was it like, serves. I, I want to read this. I got it. Sure. And I was like, okay. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed. Is she a crown jewel? Girl, I don't know. If you want to see her. Oh my god! If you, oh my god, we're off to a really bad start. Okay, I can read it if you want. No, I want to. Okay, you can read the next paragraph. Okay. No, I want to. Popcorn reading. <laughs> Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> She's safe and unharmed. And if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. Popcorn Nick. Popcorn. Thank you, Clare. What <laughs> if we have popcorn, to? Popcorn. You're welcome. We have to put popcorn before everything. Popcorn. You will withdraw. <laughs> You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills. So $1,100 bills. Thank you, Nick. And the popcorn, you're welcome, Corey. <laughs> and the remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attache to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag because this is a movie. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor what? you getting the money early, we might call you to er- you, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money, and hence a an earlier delivery pickup of your daughter. Popcorn, Clary, please. Popcorn to Clary. Wait, where are you? Any? Yep. <clears throat> Any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have not read this yet. I don't know if that's obvious. <laughs> you will also be denied her remains for proper burial. Holy fuck. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you to not provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. Ew. Oh my god, he's got chills. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. What the fuck? If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices. If any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures whoa i read that right on my first try thank you and tactics you stand a 99 percent chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us follow our instructions and you stand a hundred percent chance of getting her back jesus i love probability i did not pass math you and your family are under constant scrutiny as well as the authorities don't try to grow a brain john you are not only oh my god you are not the only fat cat around so don't think so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It is up to you now, John. Victory SBTC. It's very interesting that in that last paragraph they repeat John over and over. I have chills. We'll get back to that because we're just gonna keep going with the story factually. Okay, back to my facts that I wrote down. Yes. <laughs> Frenzy. So, upon finding the note, this is when Mommy realizes that JB has gone missing. (laughs) Okay. 6 a.m. 
the police arrive on the scene. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I kind of just want to interrupt and say something. What? Yeah, go for it. They call the police, even though the ransom note is like, if you call the police, we're going to behead your daughter. No, the whole thing's fucked. Like that in and of itself is so also is so like, why did you do that? If the note said you would only do that if you knew that your daughter wasn't actually in danger. Yes. Also, spoiler for like 20 minutes later, the fact that they don't like search the house top to bottom for anything else. I would be frantic right now. I would be. I mean, going into her room, seeing if they'd broken through her window, like, looking everywhere. The fact that they aren't, like, actively searching is weird. The fact that they haven't searched the house top to bottom. Next quoting the case. Okay, 6 a.m. police arrive on the scene. According to Biography.com, shout out Biography.com and Wikipedia. (laughs) Our sources. They say that the officer did a search of the house and paused by the door that John Benet was later found behind, but didn't open it. Like I understand that she was in a wine cellar. She's in the basement. Yeah, in a wine cellar in the basement. Fucking rich people. Ew, that's I have creepy chills right now. I think think it's because I'm high. So she was found in the wine cellar, so I always understood that it was like a little bit of like a hidden spot. I know it doesn't say that there, but okay. that's that's how I've understood it. Okay. Anyway, if I was a detective doing a search of a house where a child is missing and there's a note threatening to behead her and all that shit, I would have looked in every nook and cranny. Yeah. And it's weird that they have that detail about he paused by the door but didn't open it. Like, it was straight up directed by David Lynch. Like, Why did he pause at the door? He, like, felt her energy. Is that not Twin Peaks shit? Yes. Anyway. Then, Detective Linda Ardent tells them to do a top-to-bottom search of the house. This is when good old Daddy Ramsey opens the basement door and finds her body. <sighs> JB has been strangled, her mouth is duct-taped, and there's a blanket on her. <sighs> Daddy picks her up and brings her upstairs, completely tainting and contaminating the whole entire crime scene. Yeah, which they had already done because they invited. They were just like friends. We don't know. Like John Benet's been kidnapped. Like come over and breathe on our stuff. It was like come over and breathe and bleed on our things. Yeah, and shed your guys. We're gonna have a bodily fluid party real quick. Please go to a bodily fluid. I need you guys to spit everywhere. But he brings the body up. And covers himself on it, so, like, already contaminating it. Yeah, he put on a fucking dramatic performance of his life. Yep. Yeah, came out and was just like, my daughter. And it's... It's strong staircase vibes. Yeah. All the, like, my wife, I whisper her name. Yeah. That fucking monologue. Yeah. The, I I will say that the John Bonet 911 call is much more real than... The staircase phone call, because in the John Bonet nine one one call, the mom is freaking out. Probably because she killed her. <laughs> like we like we don't know for sure why the mom was freaking out, but the mom was genuinely freaking out and also very sad that her daughter just died. So like it's a bit more, it's just more believable because like the emotions okay. are kind of the same. 
But the staircase, he's like, my well, wife. Well, I think in the staircase, he's like a fucking sociopath who doesn't care. Yeah. I think, sorry, we're just jumping the gun here. I think <laughs> that if it was the mom who killed her, mm-hmm. I think she feels bad about it. And it started <laughs> in an accident. I don't think she was a sociopath who was like, John Benet deserved to die. I don't, th- I, I don't think John Benet died from, I don't think whoever was responsible for her death, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think so either. I yeah. think, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So, a couple of days later, John and Patsy willingly give hair, blood, and handwriting samples, and the father's kids from a previous marriage, they were, like, older, grown kids, they're ruled out as suspects. Um, the next day, the, I wrote, the Ram fam goes back to their other house in Georgia. These people have too many fucking homes. Um, I, in the, it's so funny, I'd never heard of their other homes Oh, Prior I didn't mention to this. you t- telling me about this. You're probably right about the wine cellar being like hidden away more so mm-hmm. because their home, I want you to guess how many square feet their home was. In oh, Boulder. it was like 4,500 feet, square feet, right? Uh, 15,000. Jesus, you really upped it there. It was 7,000. Okay. That is so much. I, I, I know. That is so much house. I've seen a, I've seen like a, recreation of their house and it's massive it's oh, insane cool. i want to see yeah. their house it's in the netflix movie oh casting john Bonet. okay cool yeah um so they go back to their house in georgia where john Bonet is buried um on <laughs> january 1st 97 important to note that i am in utero thank you the ramses do a press conference interview thing where they say oh my fucking god there is a killer on the loose. If I were a resident of Boulder, I would tell my friends to keep keep your babies close. There's oh someone God. out there. America is suffering Chill because out. we have lost faith in the American family. We are a Christian, God-fearing family. We love our children. We would do anything. What does for God-fearing our mean? I don't know. They're like afraid of God's wrath or something. But if you're a Christian, then you're New Testament. New Testament God is like Chill and chilling about forgiveness. Old Testament God is the one that you need to fear. It makes no sense. I don't know if you're Christian right now. I'm confused. This idea of God being like someone to be scared of is a very interesting like take to make people feel very guilty about everything. Nick, this isn't about you right now. This is about John Benet Ramsey. (laughs) Well, she was God fearing. My God. What? (laughs) In fact. That they started, oh my god, they started with there's a killer on the loose. Police had reportedly said that there wasn't a murderer on the loose. (laughs) And I feel like that is the most shady thing. Like, they're trying to deflect almost. The parents? Yes! Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, this isn't in defense of the parents. It's, like, separate from that. Mm. I do think it's interesting that the police said there isn't a killer on the loose. That is interesting. Because I feel like that immediately implies that they are not considering an outside intruder. Okay, then, let's, you know, well, let's get back to it. So I don't um, know, that, that was my first reaction when. So that was January 1st. On the 3rd, detectives follow the Ramses to Georgia. Don't know why that's important, but they do. Um, ITK, why this is important. <laughs> thank you. I really took this seriously. It's then revealed that the ransom note was written inside the house and after the murder had happened. Um, then the Ramses go back to Colorado. They're just bopping around. Um, they, have, they have a private jet. Oh, my God. Fuck them. 
Okay, so then detectives search another one of these rich motherfuckers' houses in Michigan. Uh, okay. Also, uh, low-key random states. Truly. Truly. Not like, like, just ran- like them together is random. I agree. It's like Colorado, Michigan, and Georgia. Like, those, What what is the through line? So then, um, on the 8th of January, it's revealed that whoever wrote the note had practiced. Um, what does that mean? That they had practiced writing it out. What was the date? January 8th, 97. Okay, so my dad, uh, that was his 37th birthday. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> okay, revealed that whoever wrote, wrote the, the note no, had practiced. practiced. How do you know that they practiced? I don't know. It's just what it said. That's weird. I think they could tell just based on the way it was written. Did they find other like drafts? Girl, house? fucking probably. That's so embarrassing. Again, didn't <laughs> do was, any. In the shredder, like half shredded. <laughs> God. <laughs> Had Shredder's been invented yet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if Shredder's had only been invented in like 2013? I'd believe it. That'd be so funny. Um, then I wrote... I believe most things. February 27, <laughs> 97. Three months till the birth of Claret. Dot, dot, dot. I'm sure Nick is doing just fine. <laughs> um, the older half-brother, John... Five. Oh, my God. <laughs> older half-brother, John Andrews, questioned, even though he was out of town on the night of the murder... Um, March 7, 97, Daddy Ramsey is ruled out for writing the note, but not the mother. The police search the Michigan home again, try to find unrehearsed handwriting samples from Patsy. Mm-hmm. Because I, I also wrote a note while I was reading all this that... Fuck me. I wrote a note while I was reading this that... <laughs> If I was on trial for murder, my handwriting is so psychotic and never the same. I truly write like a psychopath. It's like mm. some letters are cursive, some are capital, some are lowercase. Mm-hmm. And nothing is spelled correctly. I knew that. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Handwriting experts? I'm curious, like, how legit of a thing is that? It's not. It's been, like, totally disproved now. That it's just not real. Yeah, handwriting analysis is, like, not legit evidence. Cool, okay. That's like when we found out hair isn't. Yeah, it's like same thing. It's crazy. Same drama. Okay, so by March 19th, 97, Patsy and John are now the prime suspects. (laughs) Shocking. Um, (laughs) They are, in quote, interviewed for six and a half motherfucking hours. Can you imagine being in that interview room? What I would give to watch those tapes. Right. I wonder if they're available. So then, a couple weeks later on May 2nd, 97, I also had to note that Ryan is about to be born. He is three days away. His mother is having contractions. He's also a Taurus? Mm -hmm. Also, you're not a Taurus. Nope. I don't know why I said that. Um, John and Patsy talk to local press and John, like, stumbles over John Benet's name, which is Yikes. weird. And that apparently... That, that I am not going to look into. No, Because that, that could just be, like... A stressed-out dad. I don't know. Yeah. They address molestation rumors with this whack-ass quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is me playing Patsy. I'm appalled that anyone would think that John or I would be involved with such hideous and heinous... with. Such a hideous and heinous crime, but let me assure you, I did not kill John Bonet. Also, as a like 
linguistics expert. Yes. The way she says, I'm appalled that anyone would think that John or I would be involved. Not, I didn't kill my daughter. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I can't believe you think I would be involved with something like this. It's heinous and hideous. She's kind of giving it away when she says that I would be involved because I'm like, okay, so she was involved. Exactly. Shouldn't have said that. Which I feel lends credence to my theory. Okay. So then. On Which May we'll 19, or May 14th, 97, sources report uh-huh. that there are no surprises on DNA results. Okay. I, I don't, probably, which it's I'm probably assuming just covered like, in the family. It's just like, wow, the dad's DNA was all fucking over her. Yeah. Because um, he made sure it was. Yup. And then by <laughs> July 2nd, 97, yay, Megan's almost born. Um, <laughs> they moved John Binet's bedroom furniture to Georgia for some reason. Yay. I, girl, I don't know. So by the 14th of July, the autopsy reports are released. And this is where it is a bummer if it wasn't already. Um, confirmed <laughs> deep ligature Jesus. around her neck and wrists. Yeah. She was bound and strangled. And it was like she was strangled with like a nylon cord that was like, Ugh. used as a paintbrush or like some weird <laughs> shit like this Christ I wasn't really following the the um, thing about all these different injuries that they find on her like she was strangled and she was tased you haven't said that yet but like she was tased and she, she also was like tased yeah oh there I was like a taser one. oh really there yeah there's a taser mark like on her neck I think oh yeah so it's like it's like three or four diff- very different things happen. Like there's blunt force trauma, there's strangle strangulation, there's, well, there's the also taser. Blood and abrasions around her vaginal area. Which I wrote sad face after that because I can't make that funny at all. That's No, I mean well, that's not fucked. that's not <laughs> not everything needs to be a joke and that is under that umbrella. Oh, and she was struck in the head so hard that it caused an oh. eight and a half inch fracture to the skull. So the thing about the potential like sexual abuse is that's the part that I haven't like thought too much about. Cause that just is deeply upsetting for me to think about just in general. Yeah, same. Um, so it, it 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 kind of changes some things in my head, I guess. Every time I think I remember that, it kind of changes it. But yeah, I've also heard that some doctors disputed the fact that it looked like she had been sexually abused. But I don't know. But I also know that she apparently like peed the bed That's... a ton as like a what six year old mm-hmm. or something. Which apparently is a sign of sexual abuse. Okay, I peed the bed like every day until I was like 12 and I was not sexually abused. So. (laughs) You were just making yourself laugh so hard. Yeah. I'm curious why that's a sign of sexual abuse. I don't know. That. I'm not doubting it. I'm just curious. So then nothing happens for a while. So (laughs) by the next January of uh, 98. The parents submit clothes they were wearing the night of the murder. Didn't they do laundry? A year. A year A year later. later. Okay. Okay. So then that March, a grand jury <laughs> investigation is called. Cool. June 3rd, 98. The case later says that significant results from 1,053 pieces <laughs> of evidence taken from the home. But the details aren't shared. Like, there's just a lot of like, yeah, 
the DNA results were what we expected, I found a bunch of results from evidence. And it's like, well, what is it? There's a lot of like weird, just like dead ends, I feel like. It's one of those things where the police don't share, they don't show their entire hand mm-hmm. to the public because they're worried about it fucking up the case, which yeah. I mean is a valid concern, I guess, but also I feel like we've seen enough at this point that like releasing information to the public can really help a case because someone will realize something that they didn't even think was important. Yeah, no, that's 100% correct. Um, Not that, I mean, I'm not sure with this case specifically, because, like, spoiler alert, we think someone in the house is responsible. I'm not sure any hearing any more evidence from the police would be helpful, for me at least. Yeah. Because it, unless it had to do with someone, an outside intruder. Okay, so now enter the brother. Okay. My man, Burke. Mm. June 10th through 12th, the, the sus-ass brother, as I wrote, is finally <laughs> questioned. He was nine at the time of the murder. Now he's 11. Um, apparently, for some reason, that August, um, someone says they can hear Burke's voice on the 911 call, even though he was supposedly asleep at the time of the call. And like Nick was saying earlier, should, like we, should we cut, put the 911 call in? Should I I'm edit scared. it in? Should I edit it yes. in? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So here cool. you go, guys. <laughs> Here's the 911 call that Chloe is too scared to listen to. 1598 happy second birthday nicole ah, that was my that's my earliest memory is my second birthday do you remember the grand jury investigation beginning <laughs> that's the memory i was at i was at the jury your mom I, said i was nicholas, on the jury nicholas of nicholas g photography.com at gmail.com what do you Dot want edu. for your birthday and you said i want to go to the grand jury hearing for the murder of John Benet Ramsey, and she said, "Anything for you, my son." <laughs> Get out, me mom's car. <laughs> broom, broom. 
Okay. Get out me car. Oh. What? Oh my god, Nick is so high. This is bad. Mm. <clears throat> October 20th, 98. National Esquire says that an anonymous <laughs> source thinks some photographer did it. Um, Same. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> of Nicholas G. Krill photography. <laughs> it was you all alone. It was me as a two-year-old. It was me as a newborn. I killed her. <laughs> Just tiny me. Just launching myself at her with a taser. Oh my God. God. Sorry, that's in bad taste. Um, okay. That December of 98, two goddamn years after the murder, DNA is requested from five other Ram Fam members, as I call them. <laughs> Jesus. Um, May of 99, Burke's no longer a suspect. September of 99, happy uh, uh, almost third birthday, Nick. That's so interesting. Burke is no longer a suspect, but there's no, like... No, because nothing's it's, happening. But they haven't said They're just like, oh, well, we discovered this. Therefore, Burke is no longer a suspect. Because, it's, spoiler alert, Burke is very much a suspect. Burke fucking did it. Yeah. Um, it's not so, Burke oh, did it, but Burke is responsible. The detective who initially came in day one and said, we need to search this place top to bottom. Yeah. Goes on Good Morning America. Hello. I wrote Good Morning American. My God. And says he Good knows. Good morning, Americans. He says he knows who the killer is, but isn't going to tell. That has big episode one of this podcast vibes where I said, Claray, I need to talk about this, but you need to ask me about it and guess. Girl. Can you imagine if I went on Good Morning America and they're just like, so tell us about your new movie. And I'm like, how about you tell me about it? <laughs> You're like, I need to be asked some lead-in questions. I was like, you. I was like, you can't just ask me to talk about it. Like, you need to ask me specific questions. And um, they're like, Nick, we are on a timer. So then, mm. drum roll, please. October thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine. The district attorney says there's no significant evidence to charge anyone. No significant evidence. I, I, I just, I want to know what it is. I, I want to know what they have. Yeah. Okay. So March of 2000, the parents publish a book about <laughs> John Bonet and the, their lives and stuff. Six years later in June. You know, to capitalize off your child's murder. I'd do it. You know. You would do it too for a To profit <laughs> off your child's murder. A super normal and healthy thing to do. Well, don't worry, because six years later, Patsy when dies o- of cancer. When, oh, my God. Remember when OJ released a book said, called If I Did It? We Honestly, OJ OJ. That's an interesting o- one. OJ Simpson is a camp king. Like, that is the most camp thing ever, to commit an incredibly violent heinous. crime. A heinous crime like that have the most publicized trial in the world and then write a book and be like, if I had done <laughs> what? A- oh my God. Was he at the Met Gala? As the himself. Theme been the Met Gala-, Met Gala theme, the people versus OJ. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone dresses up as Marsha Clark. <laughs> we're like, we're going to try to approach this with sensitivity. I never agreed to that. <laughs> I said it internally. <laughs> So, 2006, Patsy dies of cancer, and she's buried next to John Bonet. Okay. Mm. And then I... The idea of a child's grave just fucks me up. Really icky. 
So then in September of 2016. But also you can't cremate them because like that vase is going to be the size of like a small Nick, mason. Nick, Nick, Nick. Don't put me in a vase. Put me in a mason. A mason jar? Yeah. Do you not say jar? Do you only say mason? Uh, I, it's interchangeable with, for, with me. You're different. I'm different. He's special. Yeah. It's me. Hey. The moment we've all hey. been waiting for, guys. Hey. <laughs> Jesus. What's the moment? September 2016, my man Burke goes on Dr. Phil <laughs> and Georgia Hardstark famously <laughs> suggests. This, this is the funniest thing that has ever been said on My Favorite Murder. Georgia suggests they, that can, can she I say and it? Karen, yeah, this is Nick's favorite this, thing in the world and I really do love this it. This made me like almost pull my car over because I was laughing so hard. So they had just started their podcast in 2016 and... They were talking about in like episode 30 or something. They were talking about how um, it Burke was going to be on Dr. Phil that week. And they were talking about the promos and stuff. Um, or no, 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 no. Like they heard that Burke was going to go on Dr. Phil. And then Karen said, oh, yeah, like I one of my friends works on Dr. Phil, actually. Like she's a producer. And George is like, Georgia said, oh, my God, can we go? And Karen's like, uh, I mean, I think they already filmed it. And then Georgia just kind of continues <laughs> not processing what Karen just said. And Georgia just said, oh, my God, can we sit in the front row? Should we dress up as John? <laughs> Camp queen. So fucked up. Oh, my God. Oh that's my the God. funniest thing I've ever heard. The idea of Georgia and Karen in the front row of Dr. Phil in the most ridiculous pageant girl outfit, it's- just staring at her crazy <laughs> from the front row like. It's it's truly the funniest thing I've ever heard. Okay, well, while they're dressed as John Bonet in the audience, um, yes, Burke says that it was probably some pedophile in the patty pageant <laughs> audience. He says this not once but twice. That he suggests that it was some pedo. Why does that sound like a line from a haiku? It's probably a pedophile in the pageant audience. Pageant audience is a really hard phrase to say. Okay. Truly. So now that we have the facts. Yes. The cold hard facts. Yes. And John Ramsey is still alive. Yes. Um, and he's here today. <laughs> he walks out. With a taser. <laughs> I was like, and John Ramsey's going to tase me in Claret. Okay. So what, what yes. do you think happened? Um... Well, let's, we didn't talk about the her autopsy, which found. Let's talk um, about the autopsy, and let's talk about the ransom note. Two so, so the important. theory, so or, them, the story that. that the Ramses said um, was that John Benet like went to bed and was asleep, um, as and, you do. But they found uh, in the autopsy, they found like chunks, like chunks of pineapple. Why am I laughing? She, they found chunks of pineapple in her stomach. Chunks of pineapple. <laughs> and they're like a discovery. Okay. So they find chunks of pineapple in her stomach and um, she, and they were like recently digested. So she had eaten them like, had eaten them like really in, the, in the past like two hours or something before she was murdered supposedly during the time that they say she was asleep so there's that's already like a wrench in their story oh the also dad, 
the the basement window near where her body was found. I'm gonna talk about that. In a minute. The window was shattered, um, but there was also one unlocked door and mm-hmm. two windows that had been slightly they were left slightly cracked. To, yeah. Um, they had like outdoor Christmas lights that needed mm-hmm. to be plugged in. So one of the theories was that let's start with the intruder theory. Oh yeah. So, you know, the obvious theory besides someone in the house did it is that someone broke in and did it because that's kind of the only other option. But it's so easily disputed. There were no footprints yeah. in the basement. There were no also- footprints in the snow outside and it had like recently snowed. They, there was a giant fucking cobweb on the broken window that was yeah. perfectly intact. So unless so someone like man crawled like, around the cobweb in this really thin window. Or like, did he, was it like a Twin Peaks like he teleported? in, yeah. So, operated. Um, Using big words I don't know. That's a, that's a Harry Potter word. Oh my um, gosh, get out of my house. So... <laughs> It's not a Harry Potter safe zone. It's not a safe space for you Harry Potter lovers. For you transphobes. Um, God. True. Um, also. I, but also, so the, the, okay, so let's go with the, let's just walk down the, well, can log- I mention one thing? The logical path of the um, intruder theory. What's that? That on the fruit bowl. Okay. So a couple days before someone had been like, taking pictures or like filming the inside of their house. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've heard of those. Yeah. That Burke's fingerprints were found on the bowl. Uh-huh. Just mentioning that. Can you, I mean, I know it. They probably don't <laughs> go into more detail. It, it well, let, let's get back to that in a minute. That's okay. So intruder theory. Intruder so intruder, like the brother theory, the best. So the, the windows broken, but the cobwebs intact. Um, so, okay, let's, so an intruder breaks in and then writes a three page ransom note using materials from inside the house. They felt like they had enough leisure time to write a ransom note. And then they get John Bonet out of bed and feed her pineapple, feed her pineapple. As you do. As you do when you're about to murder a child. And you're just like, here's a snack. And you don't wake up. And JonBenet doesn't think to, like, scream for her family or anything. Like, there's no sign of a struggle. Although, actually, I think um, she, like, was, like, clawing at her neck. Unfortunately, they, like, found stuff under her fingernails, which is upsetting. Which also implies that she wasn't... I think she got... I think there was blunt force trauma and then they thought she was dead and she wasn't. And then they strangled her. I think the dad started, started to do the wire strangling to make it look like someone strangled her and she woke up and then he was like already too deep in. I don't fucking know. Okay. Back up a little bit to what you were saying about intruder. Yes. Yeah. Also, if it was an intruder who, what was the plan? He was going to break in, leave her body in the basement, shimmy out the window. Avoid the cobweb. Leave a ransom note. Like, they they were going to find her before they were going to take out $118,000. What is the logic there? Even if I'm, if I'm truly buying so you this kill, intruder theory. Yeah. So you kill the kid 
that you want to get a ransom out of and then you leave her in the like in the house it was clearly staged by people who think like they're thinking in like horror movie terms yeah. it's like the bad guy breaks in and does a really brutal murder and leaves yeah. a really spooky ransom note do you want to talk about the ransom note nicholas uh, yeah keep go $118,000. Nick, how much money is that? Who does that money pertain to? So, John Ramsey... Daddy Ramsey. ...got a Christmas bonus of $118,000 that year. So, the person who wrote the note clearly knew that. And so, the only people who knew that would be the family and, like, his coworkers, I guess. So, what a coworker broke in, was jealous of the bonus, and was like, I'm going to kill his kid and ransom the money out of him and leave her in that the is, house. That's a nice little trail you took. If you are someone who just killed their kid and you're freaking the fuck out about how to cover it up. It's so the thing is, the, uh, that the is, thing is about the ransom though. And the nine one one call is that it all, it, it's just, it sounds like people who are trying to act like they're in taken. Yes. Like that they're in like some like thriller. Yes. And it's, it's so upsetting that the 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 saddest part is that it all could have been so easily avoided. What if Burke got proper mental help? No, not not even that. Like, even if she did die from blunt force trauma, like it just. It, it it became some so much worse than it would have been had they just fessed up to like the reality of what happened. Yes. So okay, other theory is that the mom did it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's back for to why. Like, what? Why would you do that? That's kind of where I like to start. That she peed the bed and the mom like snapped, which <laughs> I get. I think that's more believable than an intruder yeah we're getting warmer but that is what i was reading was saying that like she peed the bed and the mom snaps hits her and then it has to kill her what even unless unless she had like a complete mental break and i mean let's what she hits her hard enough to break her skull like that's really intense she's yeah. like oh you peed the bed let me slam your head into a wall like yeah i mean i guess that does happen like children are horribly abused but from what i was reading it doesn't sound like they were yeah whether or not they were abused sexually or otherwise is very open-ended and very up in the air from what i understand of the case the mom theory really bums me out yeah, because that parents killing their kids is so like disgusting. Like, n- no one wants to talk about it or think about it on any level. Yes. Because it's so, it's just like unnatural. Yeah. It goes against like every instinct. Have you ever seen a hamster mom eating her hamster babies? It's upsetting. Uh, no. Why would I do that? Because <laughs> hamsters do that. I don't want to see that though. You ever done it for fun? What? I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways. Um, My personal favorite is the brother did it. Yeah, same. Because that's what happened. <laughs> they, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> we solved it. Um, we okay. I, I feel saw like on TikTok. I feel like people like this case is so popular and people like to theorize about it. But I feel like once you read about this or you like put any amount of thought into it and like this theory comes into your head, it feels obvious. It's like, okay, that's what happened. I saw a TikTok because it accounts for everything. The girl making it, no offense to oh, you, sweet pea. Offense. Where she offense, was like, full offense. I've solved the John Bonet case. Like, this is it. The brother did it. Blah, 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 blah. And like, repeats literally just things that repeats we knew five years the ago. The literal whole entire case. And I was like, yes like this isn't a hot take at this point no it's the case for me is no longer i'm no longer like interested in the case because i'm like what happened to her yeah i'm frustrated that we don't know what happened Mm -hmm. like for sure i'm very frustrated that we're never gonna know that's well, and I want to know what all the evidence that was found and the DNA. I want to yeah. like. I want. I mean, eventually see that'll be. That. Eventually that'll be released, but yeah, it's annoying. But what's more interesting for me about the case now is kind of like in a more meta sense, like how interested people are in this case. Okay, like, well, let's go over what the brother did exactly. Let's just yeah, sorry, piece that my bad. I think what do you think the parents were awake? Is my question. No. Okay, I think that like young Burke goes downstairs and cuts open a pineapple himself. I think John Bonet, it was probably in a can or something. I think John Bonet probably got up and was like hungry and went downstairs to get food for herself. And Burke saw her like eating like his pineapple quote unquote and like freaked the fuck out because I imagine he was probably really jealous of her because she got yes. all the attention. Pageant he probably are fucking weird. He probably hated her. Like, yeah, like, you know, cause kids just aren't mature enough to like <laughs> get over that, you know, yeah, but, it, also, but, it, but it makes it weird. She was probably spoiled to the ends of the goddamn earth. Yeah. And the, like, if you just like look at photo, if photos of her, it's, it's so clear that like, so much of their time and attention was poured into her. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he was like, not maybe neglected, but just like very relatively undervalued uh, by their parents. So he probably didn't like her. And he probably got really irritated that she was eating his pineapple. And I don't know if you think about it, like the pineapple can be symbolism for like the parents attention. Oh my God. <laughs> or, I bet like he thought about that in love. the moment. What? Said anybody thought about that in the moment? He was like, "You're he was eating like, my so familial symbolic. love." <laughs> you're like, "You're eating my symbolic pineapple," and those were his last words to her. Symbolic pineapple. John Benet, you're eating my symbolic <laughs> pineapple. And she was like, "What? I'm six. And then he hit her over the She's head like, with a flashlight, symbolic? which so, that is the most believable. So I think he hit her. Yeah. So I think he hit her in the head with a flashlight, and I think he just didn't realize his own like strength he didn't know how strong he was also when you're really angry you like have more strength yeah he probably had like adrenaline and yeah was so he was he was probably stronger than he expected and also like skulls are a little bit softer than we like to think especially when they're young especially when they're young they're a little more malleable um and i think he probably hit her and she probably passed out but i don't think she died I don't think that killed her. So then he goes and gets mommy and daddy. And then he's like, oh my God, I killed her. Um, he probably goes in the room and is <laughs> that's my A, Bert freaking Ramsey out, or is impression. B, just standing there like stone cold, like a <laughs> weird slate paralysis demon. And it's like, 
Mummy. He's like, John Mom Binet said it's my turn for the sibling side. Oh um, yeah, so then I think he goes and gets the parents, and they freak the fuck out, and they come up with this, like, half-baked plan, and I think it was probably, like, the dad is going to go, like, hide the body, quote-unquote, and, like, make it look like a crime scene, and the mom is going to write a ransom note, and they're going to be like, Bert, go to bed, sweetie. Bert, go to bed. Um and she calls 911 then. Um, yeah. And Burke hasn't gone to bed. And then we supposedly can hear him. Uh, which Let us I'm, know if you can. Which I'm neutral on. I don't I know if I can hear him. I don't think that's like the. Also, don't think it matters. Yeah, I think there's enough. <laughs> I mean, it matters in that it, put, in that it invalidates their story. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's not like that interesting to evidence of the case. But then I think this is really fucked but then i think john probably took john benet down to the basement and was like making it look like four different (laughs) causes of death and she like woke up because she wasn't actually dead and then for whatever reason he kept going he panics because they're that deep in their plan i mean at what there's like not a lot of coming back from that. You know, I mean, I'm not justifying. You're like, you have to finish it off. I'm like, when your kid hits your other kid in the head and you decide to stage her murder, you got to just finish the job. I bet he's freaking That's what the fuck was out. Saying. I'm all in I just, favor of I killing just, your I, kids. I can't. I, I, Jesus. God, do what you got to do. I, I just can't imagine her waking up and like starting to struggle and like still going through with it. It's like I think really. I, I mean, yeah, it's fucking I mean, but psychotic. I think, but I think, I think it think... goes into. I think that plays into him being a total narcissist. Is that he yes. <laughs> was thinking of himself even in that moment? Uh huh. Yeah. Why are all of his kids named after him? That's one of the things I was most concerned about from the jump. His older son from previous marriage is John Andrew. John Binet is quite literally his name, and he was like, oh, yes, my baby girl. Let's name her after me. If Ryan looked at me and was like, can we have a baby girl and name her Ryan Thomas? I would kick him out. Should I name my daughter Nicole? Yes. Nikki. It's, okay, so then we have some other... Well, no, let's finish talking about this. I okay. just, I think... I don't think he was thinking. I don't... I mean, I think it truly is speaking to how much of a fucking narcissist that man is. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just true, like an animalistic, like panic response. Yeah. I don't think he was like, oh yeah, I got to finish the job now. I think he was just like, fuck, 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 fuck. And just like kind mm-hmm. of acted without well, thinking. The, the thing about strangulation and it's possible it's different for like a child, but the thing about strangulation is that it takes much longer to kill someone with strangulation than they show you in like movies and TVs because you die in movies from strangulation in, in like 20 seconds. It, I'm like, I'm like, you gave up quickly. It just it depends on what the film is and what they want though. Sometimes they die in like five seconds and I'm like, God, yeah. those are some strong hands. <laughs> well, the thing is that like you, if you're strangled, like you're going to pass out after like, I don't know, a minute, 90 seconds, maybe you have to keep squeezing, but the person's still alive. Like they're still breathing and they're going to wake up eventually. But like, like you just cut off enough oxygen to their brain that they pass out. But like to kill someone, you have to like another like 90 seconds to two minutes. So that's my thing where I'm like, 
if it, I understand if it was like a split second decision, if you like had a gun or something, but the fact that it took so long, mm-hmm. it's it. I I I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's disgusting. Yeah. And then the whole like, the whole thing about the note being practiced. I have a feeling they were like trying to get their story straight in the note, they, because it is. If you I guess know I'm anything about, because I think that it's a sus ass note, but like the way that it just like, what, who is the, who is the narrator? What is their story? What is their goal? It is. We are a small foreign faction. What does that fucking mean? Once again, whoever wrote that thought they were in a movie. Yes. Those are just like a bunch of like scrambled words from like poor nineties action movies. And, if you and it's, and if it's, you and if you dad, know anything about sorry. actual ransom notes, they're like three sentences. They're yeah. not three pages. Well, and it's like the mom starts it and's like, Mister Ramsey. It goes on a it goes on a literary journey. <laughs> it's like the dad came up from finishing killing her and was like, wait, no, add in that we it needs to be my bonus amount. That's a good idea. Eight one hundred eighteen thousand, but make it specific to. I want a hundred thousand of it in hundreds. Like, I wonder if they were like, it's like a, joint. I wonder if they were like, well, okay. Say it's 118,000 because like we can play that because then it, we can just pretend that you didn't get a bonus this year. I'm like, what was like, why would you wait? So what's the thing about the taser? <sighs> she had tase marks on her neck. Did they ever find a taser? I don't know. I mean, if you didn't see it, then I, I, didn't. I don't know. yeah it's it's like why why was her cause of death four different things it's like pick one also my thing okay so my thing with true crime is that like part of like my interest in it is this might be fucked up is like i look at things like this and i'm like what would i have done different to get away with this same and I think we, no one just said, I feel like everyone does that, but no one says it out loud, but like, that's what we do. We're just I like, I would have thrown my whack ass mother's like, son I, under the bus. How am I smarter than this family? Okay. Burning the body. Seems simple. Also, I, I mean, I get that they probably wanted to protect their like wholesome God fearing family image, <laughs> but like. It's already I, ruined. It's all the, it is the, they, it, that's the theory. It's like, Oh, well they, pr- they were protecting Burke because they didn't want their family to get more wrecked than it already was. And it's oh, like, okay. Yeah. Great, great job guys. That's what I would have done. I would have thrown Burke under the fucking bus. Even if I killed her myself, you know what I mean? I don't think Burke would have, he was like, what? Like nine? He was nine. He, he wouldn't have, it would have been ruled an accident. It would have been ruled an accident and like it would have been a traumatic, it would have been an incredibly traumatic thing for the family, but it wouldn't have been like what it it became. I would have immediately taken her to the hospital before I started staging a goddamn crime scene. (laughs) It's like they were waiting (laughs) to happen. There's like, oh, our time to shine. It truly, yeah. it was like the show must go on. Time yeah. to put on the fucking production yeah. of our lives. She's like, honey, get the nylon cord. Like, just like I <laughs> get the good nylon cord. I'm gonna get the yellow pages. Literally, yeah. it. I just have trouble believing. It doesn't seem like it was. She's planned. like, I was an English major. <laughs> Girl, 
He's those, like, I can write those it. Those run-on like, sentences, <laughs> Were you an English major? Yeah. I, Go back. Okay, I have. I don't think anyone argues that it's that it was planned, but. So, I mean, some people do some, you know, the theory that she was being sexually abused and like by the dad and that maybe the dad, maybe the dad did it. Um, I feel like the I second most plausible theory after Burke did it is that the dad did it. Really? I think the mom. No, I never just everything I've seen of her. I'm like, I don't get that vibe. Why do you think the dad did it? I don't think the dad did it. I just think it's more plausible. Okay. I think it's the second most plausible, but I don't think. But in that situation, happened. does he have to be molesting her? Um, kind of, yeah, like ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. <laughs> like ninety nine percent of the scenarios I, in which he killed her, meant. yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> okay, so my other favorite theory, yeah, is that John Benet Ramsey is really Katy Perry. <laughs> so I'm glad you brought this up. Um, <laughs> we actually have Katy Perry here today. Do you think not- anyone's ever actually asked her? According to the YouTube video I watched, she's never made a comment about it. So if they have, she just says, I pretend to not hear. Guys, I'm not saying John Benet Ramsey is Katy Perry. But have you seen them in the same have room? Have you ever seen them in the same room? Um, no. That is my favorite theory. I think that's That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It's the family staged the whole thing so that she could grow up to be a pop star. She seemed on her way. There's. She seemed well on her way. She, did she like get second place at the most recent pageant? And they were like. <laughs> and Patsy's like, all uh, right, plan B. <laughs> plan B, stage a murder. <laughs> Your name's Katy Perry now. <laughs> Your name's Katy Perry. John, get the taser. Burke, pineapple. <laughs> like. Wait, wait, so who's, whose body is it? That was what I was going to say. <laughs> I was, was like, like, the body's. <laughs> who? What's. Wait, so did they kill a different little girl? Girl, I don't know. Oh I my feel like God. someone just suggested that they look No, someone made like a, someone made like a shitty YouTube video, like as a joke, being like, John Bonet Ramsey is Katy Perry. And everyone's like, let's see how we can make this work. It's, oh my God. My favorite plot hole with that one is that they are six years apart in age difference. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time of John Bonet Ramsey's murder, Katy Perry was 12 years old. <laughs> I have a additional theory that I haven't run by you. Katy Perry killed John. <laughs> she could have wiggled in through that window did, without disturbing the cop. Who did? Um, MFM did a serial killer I think in the past year or two? No, whatever. They've done a serial killer who was actually it was like a famous serial killer. Oh, fuck, who was it? They did like a pretty famous serial killer and then I think it was a live show, and then they were like, and later it was found out that this serial killer was in Boulder at the time of John Jane Ramsey's murder. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Okay, well, the other interesting ones, there was a couple more theories. Their area they lived in weirdly had like 38 registered sex offenders near them. <laughs> what? What sort of neighborhood is this? Girl, I don't fucking know. A neighborhood with 7,000 square foot homes. Um, oh, my God. But it seems like even... Maybe, <laughs> were they near a jail where 38 people were in jail for sex crimes? They were all best friends. Can you imagine if that was it? It was like 
There were 38 sex offenders near them. Okay. Because they were near a jail. So, wait, where was that one? So, okay, some other people of interest, some early people of interest include neighbors Bill McReynolds. He yeah. played Santa Claus at their, like, Christmas party, which gives me the goddamn heebie-jeebies. They're formally... Oh, because they had this... They had, like people walk through their house as if it was like a Christmas museum the night before. Like they open their house to like the community and they like 1996 fully decorated out their house. And so people would walk through the house as if they were at like an art gallery or like a fair. I hate that. Yeah. Um, also just to look at someone else's house. That's so weird. A former housekeeper, the good old Linda Mm. Hoffman Pugh. Do you think she's Mm. related to Florence Pugh? Yes. Cool. It's her mom, actually. Um, John Benet Ramsey is actually Florence Pugh. And a man <laughs> named Michael Helgoth, which I want that last name. That's a name. great name. That's a um, A-plus name. He died in an apparent suicide shortly after John oh. Benet's death. Um, he, he just couldn't take it. He's like, I can't live in a world without John Benet. None of them. Oh <laughs> well, the other one was there was a nearby pedo. Um, his name was Gary Olivia. He was a suspect for a hot minute. Um, he was near the home the night of the murder. And apparently after the murder, he called a friend and said he had done something horrible. Which, like... That's kind of sus to me in GL. If there's no other evidence tying him to it, then, like, yes, it was probably... He probably... Okay, he probably slipped and, like, watched child porn. That's probably what it was. He, I think he had a bunch of child porn. I like, mean, yeah, I mean, if he's a bit Counts on him or something. Like, yeah. I don't... Whatever. Uh, and last but and not at, least <laughs> these are actual taboo topics <laughs> literally yeah in 2006 some dude in thailand his name <laughs> is john and there were just far too many johns in this I, story for my taste i'm kind of done with it his name is john mark carr he falsely confessed to killing her i hate a false confession it is such it's like shut up no one cares like stop trying to make this about such you an attention grab fuck me he claimed to have drugged, sexually assaulted, and accidentally killed her. He is quoted saying, nobody wanted that little girl to die that night. Nobody. Her death was an accident. I was with her when she died, but I was not the person who caused it. What? Oh, my God. That's just, like, such a... It just sounds like a mentally ill person. In Thailand. <laughs> a Taiwanese mentally ill person. Girl. No, that's not what That's Thai from Taiwan. That's, okay. People from Thailand Cut. are Thai. Cut that neck. Oh no, I want to talk about why it's why we're all so fascinated with oh, John Bonet. I always want to jump to Hilo Hero. I'm so sorry. No, you do. I respect it. Um my high was you picking me up from the airport, my low. No, I want to talk about why we're so obsessed with this murder. I was just gonna spoil it real quick before getting back. Okay. I was gonna fuck it up. Anyways, no, um yeah, I just think it's interesting how popular this case is. Cause it's because it's tap- a pretty white blonde blue-eyed baby girl she's adorable yeah there's something oh i hope this doesn't sound too creepy but like something about her she looks so much older than she is and i don't mean like like she looks like a six-year-old but like just her eyes and like her expression is so mature and like so much older than she is and it's 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 almost unsettling. It's like she knows. I don't know something about something about her eyes and like her face. I'm like, I feel like she knew 
I know what you mean. I, I'm in a devil's advocate for. But I'm. I, but I. But I, I can also be fully just looking for something that's not there. I think you're looking for something that's not there. Cool. This is Gary Olivia. Ew. Okay, maybe he did it. Maybe he did. <laughs> I, I changed my theory. Did you hear the news? A devil cult burns Japanese grave. Us. I want to hear about them. They sound fun. Devil cult. I think it's because she's wearing a ton of makeup. Are you talking about this disturbing photo of her? Because this one's what? big icky. I've never seen that. That's upsetting. No, I'm talking about the one. I think there's a green background. Yeah, this one. No, I'm sorry. Is it that one? Um, She's so cute. Aww. Yeah, this it, one. No, no, no. It was the earlier one. Yeah, that one. She does look old. But yeah. I think it's a ton of editing, and that's what little yeah. children in pageants look like. They all yeah. look like they're. 30 and it's really fucking crazy there's like six-year-old 30-year-olds it's weird um yeah i mean obviously like you said she's like fucking adorable but i think <sighs> sorry i just found more confirming evidence that katie perry is john benet ramsey um i I don't know. I, I kind of want to go dive a little bit deeper in than Let's just like, it. she's like a pretty white girl. Cause I feel like there's something about just like I'm just the, 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 the stereotypical, like perfect American family with yeah. all these like kind of underbelly cracks and secrets. And it, it is very, it is like just kind of a very like literary story in a way. Like you have like, the the stage mom and you have the like narcissistic capitalist dad and then you have like the weird brother who's like an outsider and then you have like the star little girl yeah it does kind of like it feels it feels very american it really does it feels really really american like i can't imagine this entire situation happening in another country for some reason i see that also probably because like i don't think Child beauty pageants are illegal in other places. Yeah, you know the mom was a pageant girl. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I think, okay, a couple things. I think, similarly to the way that we like to say, I'm different, I love true crime. <laughs> yeah. People like to think they're special because they like, uh, watching that Twin Peaks video, people like to say that they like, um, like the perfect family with a dark secret. It's that's not special. That's not different. That is a yeah. like, tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's yeah. why people like this. They think it's special and different, but it's not. Yeah. It, it's so I'm not saying this happens in every family. No. <laughs> I'm like, I did kill my little sister. <laughs> I was like, Oh, um... after I fed her. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it feels very American and it feels very standard in a way. Like, I feel like this is a lot of people's introduction to true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, what was and also I think we're attracted to taboo topics and this case is like rife with them, like all over the place. You have 
child beauty pageants which like no one really talks about those because it's so because like i feel like normal people are just so uncomfortable with it that we don't want to talk about it but um like we have that element we have like the potential sexual abuse element which is so fucked the i mean what we talked about earlier about like the dad having to like kill her is so, so is so deeply disturbing all of her many causes of death are all just disgusting in their own way and like yeah even if it had just been one of them the fact there's that no there's no there's no fun or funny like spin to it but it's hard to look away from and i think yeah really gross things that are hard to look away from yeah, and also just the fact that it's a cold case and we don't know the answer for sure when the is always so glaringly obvious. It's, it's always that's always going to be more interesting to people than like a solved case, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, something about my man Burke saying <clears throat> it was probably a pedo in the audience at the pageant sounds I like her saying like, pedo. That's what he said. No, 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 because everyone usually says pedo. If it's pedophile, why would you then pronounce it pedo? I didn't make this up. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. Oh, yeah, that's how people say it. Maybe people are from South Asian high school. Yeah, because we talk about pedophiles all the time. I've literally never heard that in my life. Pedo? Pe- yes, it's pedo. Oh my god, our first fight. <laughs> yeah, this is our first fight. Our first fight this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway we got pretty far (laughs) the fact that he like repeats it (laughs) is giving me vibes that like that's what's been fed to him by his mom yeah his whole life or like i don't think he knows what happened i don't think he does as an adult he like is like i think if he did hit her he probably blocked that shit out i think he's blocked that night away deep deep down and i'm sure the parents said over and over again like some sick man Some stole her he and saw her performing and wanted to take her innocence. And Patsy was the- like, Some sick man saw that incredible routine that we spent 27 <laughs> days working on. <laughs> saw her twirling her baton. <laughs> you know, the one said to I will always love you by Whitney Houston. That's the one. The batons that I spent 17 hours <laughs> bedazzling by hand. Do you remember the ones, Burke? And he's like, Yeah, you didn't give me dinner that night. <laughs> Comedy queen. He's like, yeah, that's why I fucking killed her. Mom. God. Comedy king. Oh my god. I don't. This <sighs> has all like the perfect elements. Mm-hmm. Did it make sense why we love it so much? Or so fascinated by it as a mm-hmm. society? Yeah, and I and I I think also another thing that about this case that it is really that draws people in is that that one yeah like i said like wondering what you would do or like what you would do to like get away with it like what the right move would be like all of it well i think it's interesting too because there's no like guidebook on like what to do when your like son attacks your daughter with a flashlight and knocks her out and you think she's dead like there's no guidebook on that we should write that should be our book I think also what to do when your son hits your daughter with the flashlight and knocks her unconscious. Step one, don't put her in the basement and strangle her. (laughs) Drop the nylon cord. 
Call 911. Get an ambulance for your daughter who's bleeding out of her head. Oh, my God. Take your son to therapy. You're welcome. I think also, okay, I'm not saying that they are good people. However, there is no clear bad guy in this. It's not like the boogeyman or like the, I think like Ted Bundy is a good one that we're so fascinated by. And like, he's Mm -hmm. clearly the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. And in this, there's a little less like, I don't know. The ones where there's more mystery, where someone clearly snapped, I think have are a little more fascinating. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the the theories of this case isn't why I'm interested in that for the most part. I'm like here for the Katy Perry theory, it initially like that initially was, and then I heard the brother theory, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. And also, like, uh, how do I word this? So, like, I think. When I say when I say I think the brother did it, I don't think Burke like murdered her. I no. think it was I think it was an accident, and I also don't think he knows that that's what happened. And I also so I don't want it to be like he needs to be prosecuted because I do not believe that. Like no part of me believes that. I think the dad should be for covering up a crime. Absolutely. Yeah, the her murder is not the complete work of a nine-year-old. The reason I think That's... the dad, going back to that, the reason I think the dad was more likely to have killed her than Patsy is that I feel like Patsy, every time I see her in a press conference, it seems like she's covering for something or someone, mm. when and she doesn't want to. It seems like she, like she seems to be feeling a lot of guilt, I guess, and I feel like she's being like kind of led around by John. I want to know about his, like, early life. I'm curious. I want to know about his other marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Merry Christmas, guys. (laughs) And a happy new year. Well, we'll see you on New Year. Um, Hilo Hero. (laughs) Nick, go get the pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, master. Um, I think, actually, John Bonet became Allison Mack. Oh my fucking god. I think Burke grew up to be Keith. Oh my god. I had a dream that Ryan was fully in Nexium and he was having sex with Keith. Oh. Yeah. Were you jealous? I was really freaked out cuz I was like losing my life partner cuz he was like going down the fucking rabbit hole. Mm. It was cuz it was Did we talk about it on the pod? No, this was like last night. In your dream, did you talk about it on the pod? No, I don't dream of this podcast. Do you? Do you have dreams about the podcast? You've said that you had a dream about the podcast. Oh, okay. I, a lot of the time, when we record for four hours, have been texting since the moment we both wake up and then continue (laughs) our Zoom call. Inseparable fucks. We are lovers. Because we hate each other, but we can't stay away. We finish recording and then continue our Zoom call for like three hours. Sometimes, especially if I've been drinking or smoking the marijuanas, by the time I get in bed, my brain is like fried. It's just in this weird place where like I can only like think about the last like repetitive motion I've done for a while. This would happen when I would play like iPhone games as a wee lass. Mm-hmm. I would then just have like really mundane dreams about playing Flappy Bird. 
<laughs> it was awful. So sometimes when we do that, especially if I'm high, I will what go to bed. What a triggering game. Truly. I will go to bed and dream mm-hmm. that we are just continually recording. And it's like the conversations aren't anything dreamlike mm-hmm. or like weird. It's just like. And Sounds like what we do. Literally. And then I wake up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, were Nick and I just talking for literally 24 hours? You fucking stalk me in my sleep. <laughs> um, have I had a dream about the pod? I'm not sure. Nothing's popping out, but I wouldn't be surprised if I had. Nick, um, it's 2.36 in the morning. I know. And I haven't thrown a fit. Can you believe that? I can. I'm so proud of you. We did it. I'm capable- we did. We it. did it. Um, Hilo Hero. I would say my high was Claire picking me up at the airport. Aww. It was very exciting. I would say my low. Um, what would be my low? Delving into pedophilia. <laughs> um. Yeah, I hadn't done too. I hadn't done that much deep thought about. John Benet Ramsey in a while and it it's it's one of those things where you you kind of feel like you're just like uncovering like layers and layers and like every time the core of it is just very rotten I kind of get why Karen and Georgia like to do um, like older like 17 1800s murders because they just feel so much goofier even if they're like (laughs) I know it sounds awful, no, but even yeah. if they're like gruesome and bloody and horrible, they. Just... No one impacted by that is alive and no one alive knows someone who was impacted by that. Like it and was so long ago. Some like goofy ass detail. Someone's yeah. name is like Henry J. Smitherwack or something yeah. weird. And it's, it yeah. just feels so disconnected that it's, I mean, this is like within our lifetime this happened when i was alive it's weird and i think a lot of the imagery is very like reminiscent of like us being children like the family photo and like Mm -hmm. just the general like coloring of things it is like very reminiscent of childhood Ooh, i'm getting goosebumps no Um, no that's how that's so yeah that's that's exactly what it is because you you identify with it and like it brings back these really like vivid memories of like being a kid and being um trusting your parents to not murder you yeah and also just how much bigger the world felt when you were little mm-hmm. it felt so much larger and i don't know i mean i went through a to- i went through a total like year or two phase where i was absolutely mortified of being kidnapped i was like i'm going to get kidnapped i was like sure of it i was a really fearful child i was afraid of everything like really really anxious really terrified of just like most of life yeah so this guy yeah this kind of taps into like that fear of mine absolutely of like and i think it's and the fact that it's like probably from the parents is just like the horrible twist yeah, and I think, I mean, truly, like, the time period plays such a huge role in it because, like, even horrible cases. What was that one? That guy who fucking murdered his wife and three children. It was within, like, the last year or two. And then, like, oh, my God, what the fuck was his name? I feel like it was in Colorado. 
This ha- this happened in the past year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, he like know. buried them at his job. It was a whole fucked up thing. In the first oh. couple of days, he was like, "My wife and children are missing," and then it turned out he fucking did it. Oh it was like Cody something or whatever. Fuck him. Cody Co. Yes, <laughs> Cody Co's a killer. <gasps> but okay, something about and that he's one. here today. <laughs> 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 if you're a murderer and want to come on the show, email us yeah. at nicholasgmail.com. <laughs> but something about that, okay, as like horrible and tragic and sad as it made me to read about, the like pictures that are shown with it are all like family photos taken in a field with like that one family photo setting filter on it. Like it's very reminiscent yeah. of. 2018 2019 yeah that i don't feel that same like attachment of like being a kid and being murdered by my parents to it mm-hmm. whereas like with john benet yeah that case it's more like you're i'm like almost i trying to identify more with the parents or like the mom yeah than the kids where i'm just like ooh, like that's so fucked up that like people do that rather than like oh my god like my you're not thinking about your parents in that situation I remember randomly when I was a child getting really scared of my parents murdering me for like no reason. I thought my dad was going to kidnap me. That's what like I literally like those two years I was like, oh my God, my dad's going to kidnap me. I was so, I was terrified. What? Take you (laughs) where? That's the the thing. (laughs) I was like, you shouldn't have. No. (laughs) That's why I, I was so scared of being kidnapped, but like my brain didn't go. I like didn't know what the next step was, I guess. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get taken. And then what? I don't know. Like that's a very like childlike mm -hmm. perception of it though. Yeah. I was so terrified of like not seeing my family again. Yeah. Like that freaked me out. That's super valid. Yeah. So what's your hero? My hero. (laughs) Who is it? Is it Burke? Is it fucking Burke? (laughs) My hero's the pineapple. Um, Got this. (laughs) My hero's Burke for doing what none of us had the strength to do. (laughs) But he did what needed to be done. (laughs) Yeah. Burke did what we were thinking. Um, no, my hero, um, my hero is Ryan for blowing up that air mattress for me. Genuinely. That was hot. It was hot. Um, okay. My high, uh, my high was, uh, my high was not fighting. (laughs) My high was the fact that we've been together for a couple hours now and we haven't had any (laughs) passive aggressive. (laughs) It's been very soft and lovely so it's far. Been so gentle. I think it's. I think it's the 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 THC and the candle. Does the candle get you high? No. No way. Can you imagine? That'd, That'd be, be so, so cool. Lit. That'd be amazing. Did you know that when I was a wee lass, mm. I thought that smoking a bowl was just like you put some weed in like a special. I didn't think it was just like any bowl. Me I too. It was like me too. I pictured like a little like the kind of cup you put like soy sauce in at a sushi restaurant. Uh-huh. I pictured that you put the weed in it, you light it on fire, and then you just like hot box the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My when my parents took me to college, oh. I told my dad I was just like, I was like, people 
I'm like, people talk about smoking a bowl. I'm like, do you just get like a large bowl and put weed in it, light it on fire? And my dad just laughed. And then um, the day that they were leaving, um, they came back to the dorm with like a shit ton of stuff from Target. Um, And a bong. (laughs) And my dad got me this like big, like (laughs) this big golden bowl. And he's like, for your weed. (laughs) And then he kidnapped you. And then, he, <laughs> and then there was also a pineapple in there. Oh my god, um, that's so funny. Yeah, Hilo Hero Claire, right? I know, I know, I know, I know. What was I saying about weed and bowls? You thought that that's what it was. Oh, it was something funny about marijuana's. We went to college. Can you get high off a candle now? When I was little, I thought smoking a bowl was you put weed in like a little soy sauce bowl. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. Um, Hello, hero. I know, I know, I know. Oh my God, Nick's tired. Um, yeah. <laughs> so my high was the fact that we didn't fight. That was really cool. My low was getting corrected on my pronunciation of pedo. Um, but my hero, my hero, you ask. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell you. You came up with the segment on me. You came up with the segment. Hilo Hero? Yeah. No, you did. Really? Because it was yeah. episode one and we were like, fuck, how do we end this? Yeah, it was you. Wow. No, because no, when you said Hilo Hero, I didn't realize you were saying hi, low, hero. I thought you were saying one word and it was Hilo <laughs> Hero. And in my head it was spelled H-I-L-O-H-I-R-O. Hilo Hero. Hilo Hero. Jesus Christ, my hero is Emily, the flight attendant. I hope she's mm. waiting in first class with your second water bottle. And my extra 5,000 points. We should have her on. Emily, come back. And with that, <laughs> um, we bid you all good night. And a Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> but most importantly, yeah. in the new year and... When you see Santa sliding down that fucking sleigh bell chimney, fucking reindeer pussy, you better, you better, swallow. you better take his big ass fucking Arctic chode. <laughs> Arctic chode. You better take his Arctic chode. I think it is too late for you to be saying the words Arctic chode down your esophagus and digest his cum. I really said to someone the other day. That I don't want us to be like call her daddy junior. <laughs> Redacted and junior. When you said call her daddy junior, that is one of the funniest phrases I've ever heard. Oh, was it you that I said that to? Because I imagine <laughs> Kids Bop doing call her daddy. Oh my God. And they're like, today we're going to talk about the Duck Duck 9000. Duck Duck 9000. It's Duck Duck Goose <laughs> taken to another level. I'm going to freak out. Like that's kids' mom call her I'm daddy. Sorry, but I'm talking about the Gluck Gluck nine thousand. Like it's five, whatever the fuck it is. Like that's an innovative technique. I'm like, what? Use your hands while you're sucking like, his wiener. Have you ever watched gay porn? We those two have not watched gay porn. Nick. We've been known. Like we've we understand. Anyway, most importantly, when job. Santa's got his Arctic chode in your mouth, in your esophagus, in your esophagus, important. Don't forget to always swallow. Don't spit. I bet it tastes like marshmallows. Then I would definitely smell it. Good night. Good night.
All right, you guys know the drill. Me and Clare produce this thing. I do the sound mixing and editing. And music is from Anabolic Beats. Feel free to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. You can also visit our website www.braincellgirls.com You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Curl and you can follow Corey on Instagram at the Grease Trap Queen or on Twitter at Clark Smitty. Links are in the description. We also recently launched our Patreon so if you want to support us and get some bonus content and ad-free episodes feel free to click the link in the show notes and become a patron. Thank you to our immortal patrons Laura Zimmerman, Ab Curtis, Teresa Graham and Ryan. You guys keep the show possible. Next time, boss again, man, so living it.